0: Alright, here we are. And today I'd like to talk about, today we are talking about trance dynamics. What is a trance? And how is it different to a flow state? How do you get into a trance? And how do you break the trance? That's what we're working with. That's what we're Distinguishing, becoming more nuanced with allowing ourselves to become aware of and even thinking about some of the ways we can experiment with this. Now there's two definitions of the word trance that we need to work with. And really the second definition needs a different word. The first definition is the one we're most concerned with. And that's the kind of trance that you get into when you do a dance. How do you get into the trance? And I don't think it's actually (laughs) a coincidence that the word dance and trance sound so similar. Now, I don't know the etymology, but I would suspect that they have a common ancestor because they are related. That's the first meaning of the word trance. It means basically dancing to get into a certain type of state to give you a certain experience. And we'll talk about in a moment just how you can do that and what the parameters of that are, what the dynamics of that kind of trance are. Basically, we're looking at repetition. But there's another meaning to the word trance. There's another sort of side to this, which is When you're under a trance, it's more like, well, you're under a spell, you're under a delusion, or you're under a sleep. You're under some kind of influence of something which is keeping you down. And that is through repetitive motions. Repetitive motions that are mechanical, that don't wake you up, that aren't pointed. And that's the difference between these two kinds of trances, the trance that keeps you asleep and the trance that wakes you up. Now, the trance that wakes you up is a repetitive motion that is done in such a way, in such a short repetition of time, that it pushes you into something. It actually pushes you into this space. It makes your world smaller and therefore deeper. Now, when you're under a trance, you're actually repeating things and you're put into a space which doesn't make your life deeper or your world deeper. Now, a good way to understand this is through sports. Now, if we look at sports, particularly athletic sports, then we see this difference very clearly. Certain sports are a repetitive action that goes over and over again for a prolonged period, for an extended period of time. Other sports are a single act which is done in isolation. And, of course, it's a single act which they do again and again, but it's with a large enough gap between each sequence that it's not repetitive. It's a peak, it's a point, it's a single moment. Think of the difference between, say, javelin and running. That's the difference. When you do javelin, you turn up to the plate, you pick up your spear, you get yourself ready, you have your setup, and then you do your run-up, and then you launch it. And it's this single moment, and you throw everything into it, and then it's gone, and then you come down from the throw, making sure you don't do a foul, and then you step away, and then you... Find out what your measurement is, how far you threw it. And you do rounds of this, right? It's the same with shot put. With shot put, you set, set up with the ball. You make sure you've got your, th- your right position there. You do your swinging around or however it is that you're doing it, your technique, and then you launch it. It's the same with the pole vault, right? The pole vault, you have to get the pole, get your hands all set up, and you get your sort of balance right. And then you get your steps right, and you run, you do the pole and then you launch over, and then you fall down, and then it's like, wow. Okay, so that peak is a is a pointed single moment, right? Now, that's a state into itself. That's a kind of state. It's a kind of peak experience because when you do one of those sports, one of those moments, and you really give it everything you've got and you've been training for it for years, then that peak is enough to burst into your consciousness, right? Think of that that gold, wi- that gold medal winning pole vault run, that world record breaking pole vault jump, that peak, that moment, right? You see the ecstasy. You see the just like, roar, right? When the athlete does that. Now that's very different to the trance. That kind of peak experience in field sports is very different to the trance. In the trance, we have A repetitive action that is done for a prolonged period. And that's the kind of trance dynamics that we're interested in. That's what we're talking about. That's the kind of trance that we're really trying to convey and understand here. Think of the marathon runner. Or the cyclist. Or some other sport. Maybe the swimming Or the walking. The walking is another one, right? So, when they're doing that, they're repeating that action. They're doing that action again and again, and they're going into a trance. And you can do this just by walking or running yourself. You can get a sense of really pushing into it and getting into this space, right? Your thoughts don't really become busy. Your breathing gets a certain pattern. Your heart rate moves into a certain pattern, Right. And all these things are coming together to put you into a trance. And it's that trance that really gives the joy and the glory and the awakening of ex of of consciousness, of experience, to these athletes. And that's really what draws them there. It's the state that makes people drawn to these actions, these activities. Now, of course, when they win the marathon, right, there is this moment of ah, I've won. And yet, it's not going to be quite as pointed as that winning run on the pole vault. Now, of course, maybe we could say winning a competition is its own thing, (laughs) right? Maybe it always feels amazing to win a gold medal at the Olympics. (laughs) Most likely, most probably. But it's going to be very different for the marathon runner, right? When they get to the end, they're actually going to be like, okay, that's the end, There's going to be some sort of come down or some sort of reverberating out of that extended trance period. Now, understand this in terms of the other definition of the trance, which is something that's keeping you asleep, which is what we normally do, which is what we normally have ourselves because we're not professional athletes. This is when we're doing things like the pole vault or the shot put or the javelin, And they're isolated events unto themselves that we come back to periodically rather than doing them repetitively. And yet they don't have the peak. Yet they don't have that pointedness about them. And that's the difference. That's that's being under a trance that is unable to allow for a waking up, a breaking through in consciousness. And, of course, the way around that is to say, well, okay, I'm going to pick certain things that are designed for a peak, a point, a real point of excitement or peak performance or greatness or intensity. And that's one way of doing it. And that's personally been my my approach. But there's also the other side of the state training, which is the trance, right? The marathon running trance. And that is doing the repetitive motion, the action again and again to go into the state. And when that happens, your options become smaller. Your world actually becomes smaller because you're only doing one thing and you're going deeper into it. And that becomes deeper. That's what makes the experience deeper, is by actually making the world smaller. When you have a peak experience, you become high. When you are in a trance, you become smaller but deeper. And when you are under a trance, then you're smaller but you're not deep and you're without the peak experiences. Now, how do we distinguish this from flow? Now, flow is when you are repeating an action but instead of the world becoming smaller, it actually becomes more open. And this would be, to stay with our sports analogy, the gymnast right? Because the gymnast is doing, or figure skating, right? Ice skating is another example of this. Or maybe some of the, the tennis sports would be like this, or volleyball, right? Now, in those situations, you're doing one thing, but there's enough variation in it that it requires a kind of openness to different options, right? When you're Doing the volleyball, you have to be open to where the ball might be hit and where it might bounce and where the sort of options are, right? There's an openness there. And yet, it's changing and flowing and you're doing one thing. So, that's the difference between a flow state and a trance state. Now, to really hit this home and to make this clear, let's now translate our metaphor from sports into music. Because in music, you really do see this quite clearly. When a musician plays music, there are certain hits that they can do, which are like a punch, right? It's like this dramatic moment, which is the peak. So, that's like the javelin throw or the pole vault hit. And it's this one thing, this one moment that really sets them off, right? They only play it once. It's, all, it's almost like the rest of the composition or the rest of the music is designed to be around that one key moment in the music. That's the peak of the music. Now, the other side of it is the trance. And that is when they're playing the same thing over and over again to make it become smaller and yet deeper. Now, in some cases, I mean, there there is an art to this, right? Because if you play the same thing over and over in music... It can be that it's boring. It can be that it's become flat. It's lost its energy, right? And there's an art in that. There is a subtlety to that. There's mechanisms within music composition and music performance that will reveal that difference, which will show that difference. Are you just playing the same thing over and over again, or are you not? And really, the, the fundamental difference is the state of the musician, of the creator, wherever that music is coming from. Music comes from a state of a human being comes from a human being. Music comes from humans. And that's the difference. So, if you're just sitting there playing and you're thinking, well, this is damn boring, then that's going to come through ultimately. Now, of course, there are also metrics and mechanics, but we don't need to get into that. Now, the other side of this is the flow. Because you have flow state in music, right? And that's like the gymnast or the figure skater. And that means they are playing the music on whatever instrument, and they're open to the changes. So, it's not repetitive. There's something that's ebbing and flowing. There's something that is is changing about it, and yet there's still a, a concentration on the environment, on what's going on. Now, I imagine this as, the, as a drummer, right? If you're playing the drums and you're playing the same drum beat over and over again, and you're not doing many fills, you're not changing it, you're not moving from one thing to another, it's not a very technical drumbeat, it's a very simple drumbeat, then that's a trance, right? That is like a groove, we might call it. When you're in a groove, that's a kind of trance. When you're playing pocket, that's another way of talking about it. That's a kind of trance, that's a certain space that you're going into, but When you're improvising and you're doing something maybe a little bit more jazzy and you've got to get little hits here and you've got to see, well, maybe the music is going to go over there and I'm going to adjust and I'm going to make some different sounds and I'm going to have some different sort of sonic blends and these different ups and these downs and it's this flowing thing, then that is flow, right? Flow is, (laughs) straightforwardly enough, a flowing thing, Flow is flow, if that's not too much of a tautology. <laughs> but it's true, right? So that's the difference. And it's funny because you can actually see this in certain styles of music as well, right? The Probably the quintessential genre is psytrance. It's actually called psytrance or psychedelic trance music. Now, if you listen to psytrance, it's going to be very repetitive, right? It's going to just be like, I'm going to do some beatboxing here in a moment. <laughs> I'm going to start up some beats. But if you listen to that and you're anything like me, you might go, well, that's boring, right? I've always been more of a, a gymnast when it comes to my music taste. I always like the peaks and the ebbs and the flows, right? I've always been big on flow. But if you understand trance, this trance state of making the world smaller to bring it deeper, then you can understand psytrance. Of course, it's repetitive. Of course, it's very simple. It's just this basic beat, right? Electronic beat. There's really not much to it. In terms of the orchestration, there's really not much to psytrance music. And that's that's the point, right? It's not a bug, it's a feature. It's not a downside, it's a plus side of that kind of music. So, really, what we learn from all this is that we want to explore the varieties of states. We want to be able to explore the varieties of experience. And that means playing music which has peaks, playing music which ebbs and flows, and playing music which repeats itself specifically for making the world smaller and deeper and to bring us into a trance. And that means doing field sports that have these one moment. They have this one moment of just peak performance. And also doing the sports like gymnastics and figure skating, which ebbs and flows, and also doing the sports which uh, a repetitive action over and over again. Now, of course, depending on who you are, you're going to be drawn to one or more of these three things, right? And really, the prescription is to say if you're in one of these things, then you want to learn. It's actually very powerful to learn about one of the others and to experiment with one of the others. If you're a sort of drummer that plays in a very flowing way, actually practice playing the same beat over and over again. And if you're a drummer that is naturally able to play the same beat over and over again, and you say, or I'm a pocket drummer or I'm a groove drummer, I don't really do flowing stuff or fancy stuff. Well, that conversely like to say, well, actually, no, you need to go into your opposite and say, well, how do I do a peak? Well, that's very powerful, right? That can be an opening. So, Variety of experience is the key. And understanding this thing of trance, flow, and peak is very important. So, that's trance dynamics in sports and music. And you see it come up again and again in a lot of different things. And... Of course, it is very easy to experiment with these things, particularly with trance, because all you have to do to do this at home is to go for a run or to go for a power walk. That'll put you into a trance if you do it. If you really do it for long enough and you're really doing the power walk, you'll notice, you'll see, hey, something's happening in my mind. Something's happening in my experience. It's the breathing. it's It's the heart rate. It's the rhythm. And really concentrate on getting into a repetitive stride, right? Finding your stride, that's the thing that stops runners from going into the trance. It's that they don't find that repetitive moment. They're either changing their technique or they're changing the pace too often or they're having too many ups and downs or there's 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 too many other factors that are coming in at irregular times that prevent that break into the trance. So think about it just how do I find the stride and just stick with it and it's better to just find any old stride and just stick with it than it is to try and say okay well what's the perfect rhythm right there's if you really go for a run you, you actually notice that there's quite a lot to well how do I use my posture, my neck, my arms how do I move my elbows, where are my shoulders being kept, where are my feet being placed, what's the right? there's there's this huge world there to be discovered, there's this huge like there's really more metrics in that than can ever be described in just a couple of words you really just have to explore it for yourself so that's an easy way into it and that's a little trick that you can experiment with So, that's Trance Dynamics. (laughs) And if you can, subscribe to this channel, and of course, share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd very much appreciate that. So, thanks very much, and that's all I have to say for now.